This is Leslie. And this is Liam. And we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant a foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and lost our ideal lifestyles. We're so, so glad you're here. And today we have Gabe Campbell, raised in Chicago, but recently from the West Coast. And we're excited to have him because he actually runs a blockchain and cryptocurrency Instagram called DaddyCoin. And we're so excited to talk a little bit more about cryptocurrency in general. So, Gabe, we wanted to ask you, you know our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade money stress for real happiness. What does happiness mean to you, and how are you using finances to get there? Awesome. Yeah, well, first off, uh, thank you, both of you, for having me. And um, kind of, you know, just thinking about the question, I think something that brings a lot of happiness to me is the opportunity to give back. Uh, I feel like I'm kind of family-oriented, so when I think of happiness, I think of being around, you know, family and friends. Um, but, you know, every minute that most people aren't, you know, with their family or friends, typically they're working. So, you know, fin- financial freedom is a huge part um, of happiness in a sense because, you know, it gives you free time to do other things that you want. Um, so that kind of just brought me uh, into the mindset of, you know, high risk to high return. Um, types of investments, and um, kind of that's what I've been focusing on for a while. I'm yeah. here, I'm here, like snapping. I, when you, that just got real, Gabe. When you said, like, when you're not with family and friends or doing what you enjoy to do in your free time, you're working. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I don't even know what the stat is for the number of hours we spend at work or in some way being productive, but I think really hit the nail on the head there, Gabe. And I'm so curious to learn more about your involvement with cryptocurrency in general. We actually had someone write in and ask about overall, like, what is this entire market? So I think you'd be really helpful to our listeners and just sharing a little bit more. Um, but one of our listeners asked, what is cryptocurrency and blockchain? Are people still invested in this market since the 2018 market crash? I was intrigued by these technologies, but I didn't know enough to get invested. And I'm not going to lie, the huge plummet in Bitcoin scared me off. Um, very, very relatable. And Gabe, I, I would love to hear your initial reaction to this person's question. Are people still involved in cryptos? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, that's actually a great question. And whoever asked that, you know, I think they're in the right mindset to, to still have it on their radar. Um, mm-hmm. one, one thing I, I always tell people is, you know, um, when, when the internet first came out, people thought that, you know, the engineers working on, on the internet, like, what, what is, how can you send information across the world in seconds or, you know, in that time? <laughs> Very you know, true. Days. Yeah. So, you know, at this point, I feel like we're in similar grounds and this is kind of another opportunity to, you know, uh, essentially profit off of technology innovation. And uh, kind of that's one thing I'm I'm big into and is one of my real passions is uh, technological innovation. So to to kind of answer that question, you know, um, it, it it stems all the way back to you know a little bit of uh, economics and you know a little bit of history as well. So um, just just from you know typical economics, you can see that there's market cycles. 
uh, that go up and down. You know, the S&P 500 goes up and down. It's been doing that for the yeah. last 100 years plus. And um, it's the same thing with cryptocurrency and, you know, even uh, tech, tech stocks. You know, tech stocks aren't even that old. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lot of our big tech companies in the last 10 years, like Uber, Facebook. You know, there's, there's a lot of companies just within the last 10 years that have blown up. Um, and they have market cycles that go up and down. I would say it's the same thing as, uh, you know, looking at like a price like Bitcoin, except 100x. So, and the, and the reason being is the, the inherent volatility and, you know, speculation of uh, the cryptocurrencies. Mm, yeah, and I, I like yeah. how you you drew that line between, um, you know, the Internet, not even like, you know, 100 years ago or even just technology in general, right? Like there is always a starting point for any new piece of the market, any new industry, and so we may very well be getting that. Um, I, I'm curious, too, Gabe, for those listeners that are really, really unfamiliar with cryptocurrency in general, like what? Is cryptocurrency? What does that even mean? For those, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, um, to, to extremely simplify it and kind of understand, first you need to understand what a blockchain is. Um, mm-hmm. So, a, a blockchain is basically like a fancy Google Doc, except you know, if you put information in Google Docs, other people can see it. You can kind of see, you know, what information is being moved around and stored. It's a database. However, mm-hmm. at, at any point in time, Google can come in and shut everything down. They could delete something. So that is a centralized database, uh, Google Docs, to make it really simple. What a blockchain mm-hmm. is, is a decentralized and distributed database or a distributed ledger is what the technical term is. And what that means is all the data stored on the blockchain is authenticated by all the users and the privilege of accessing or editing the, the blockchain is distributed across all the members. And for most blockchains, uh, what, like, you know, your typical blockchain, there's, there's many different types that support many different uh, applications that run different types of consensus, consensus mechanisms. Because what, what it all is is uh, everyone coming to consensus on information. So if you process, like, a, a transfer of Bitcoin from me to you, the blockchain will confirm it. So three things that come out of this is, you know, is the the information is all written down basically on a block. And the block cannot be changed once it is stored. And a combination of blocks creates a blockchain. So it's tamper-proof. So once the information is stored and confirmed by all the users, it cannot be edited. It's stored away. So in a 1,000 years from now, somebody can go all the way back today and see the money that I sent you because it's stored on this ledger. Wow. Wow. Thanks, yeah. thanks for breaking that down. I Yeah. So, Gabe, on top of that, something that I mentioned in our episode two weeks ago with Jeremy on the Forex market is I'm not entirely comfortable investing in something that I can't fully explain or that I fully believe in the value behind. I mentioned I embraced my vulnerability and lack of familiarity with crypto and blockchain. So if you were to ask me today, I would say, no, I'm not investing in it. And this listener seems to be kind of coming from a similar perspective of what is it? Why is there so much hype around it? Should I get into it? So Gabe, can you share how you started, what sparked your interest and what information you 
you seek to then feel comfortable in becoming the subject matter expert? Yeah, you know what? Actually, it took a very long time. I think when I first uh, did decent research on it, I did it in high school as a project just because at that time I heard, whoa, like uh, Bitcoin blew up, went up $1,000. You know, $1,000 is a lot of money when you're in high school. So um, I used, decided to do that on my, uh, on my, as, as my project. As time kind of went on, I started working. Then I started to follow the price action. And um, I was more so curious of, like, why are people investors? Why, why are people saying that this is going to be revolutionary? So um, I really just did a lot of research. You know, uh, a lot of the big research components are, like, YouTube. Uh, Twitter is extremely useful for research because you get people's sentiment and, like, a social media sentiment. Uh, one thing is when everybody's talking about it, when when your grandma asks, oh, like, what's Bitcoin? You, the price is probably at the top of its cycle, and you might expect <laughs> some downturn. So that, that's kind of one thing that, that people say. If your grandma asks about it, it, it might be too late, and uh, we might see, like, some retracement. But it is trending upwards. Yeah. I'm kind of going back on the, on, the, on the question, too, there. Um, you know, I, I'm a technologist, so I feel like, the blockchain technology is going to definitely be an innovator and something that we use, you know, on a day-to-day basis in the next, uh, well, now and then up in the next five and ten years. Um, you know, people didn't think social media was going to be this big. Um, you know, when, when people were taking photos of themselves ten years ago, parents were scared that they had their location, metadata stored. You know, now you take a photo and you will tag your location. So, mm. Uh, once people get over the inherent volatility, and it's volatile right now as well because, the, you know, Bitcoin, the market cap for Bitcoin is only 180, um, you know, $180 billion. The total market is around 200-something billion dollars, around 270 $260 billion. So um, that, that's the size of some companies, you know, and there's some cryptocurrencies that are the size of, you know, like Gap, um, you know, a couple billion dollars. So that's something to think about, too. Um, you know, once the financial system is built all the way out and the banks start to integrate, we could see a huge uh, price increase when, you know, banks are transacting a billion or a billion dollars worth of Bitcoins for customers, et cetera. Um, one thing that really drew me to Bitcoin specifically is the uh, market supply. So there's only going to be 21 million Bitcoin ever in existence. The, 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 wow. There will never be any more than 21 million, which means that there's scarcity. And because it is a store of value, um, the price will increase as it becomes more wanted by different people. And what we've been finding is, um, you know, countries like Venezuela that have uh, poor economic systems are turning towards Bitcoin in times of crisis. You know, as of right now, in making this video, the coronavirus is going around and we're seeing market decline. At this time, you know, Bitcoin, people turn to stuff like gold, Bitcoin, because they're store of value. But when you compare gold and, and, and Bitcoin, you know, you can send Bitcoin instantly. It's, it's, a, it's liquid. You can transact it back to dollars. Um, and there's a finite supply. You know, if a meteor hits, this is very, you know, obscure, but if a meteor hits, <laughs> uh, hits Earth with a bunch of gold on it, there goes the gold, the value of gold. It, it could go right back to a dollar per ounce, you know. So that's kind of things to think about. People also, uh, you know, create fake gold plated stuff um, because of the inherent technology of a blockchain and how fast it is, how secure it is, and because it's decentralized, 
then you could put your faith into, uh, you know, Bitcoin as a store of value. And we've seen people do that in a lot of rural countries, you know, that, that lack of proper, you know, government, government system or there's inflation. Um, so I think we will see that at a hyperscale in the future. And this, this is why I hold Bitcoin myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like we've really planted the seed on the topic of Bitcoin and blockchain, how to get started, how we feel about the crash. Uh, I want to make sure our listeners know how to how to take these seeds and how they can blossom and grow and and inspire into their own wealth journey. So, do we have any actionable takeaways to help these seeds become plants for all of our listeners that are seeking more information here? Or I think, as I mentioned in the uh, the previous episode, any takeables? <laughs> takeables. Do we have any takeables? Um, but I mean, Gabe, you can start. Do you have any any you know one one liner takeaway for listeners that are seeking more information or that are more curious? Yeah, yeah. You know, I would say that we are in an early, super early stage, um, you know, going back to the crash in 2018. I would say I, I wouldn't call it a crash. I would call it a retracement. And what a retracement is, you know, when stuff is oversold or overbought, um, you know, the price will reverse. So people were buying, 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 buying Bitcoin. And, you know, people who hold a lot of Bitcoin been holding it sold. Um, we also introduced the futures market. So, you know, uh, over-the-counter um, Chicago Mercantile Exchange um, trading on Bitcoin, that also affects the price as well. But, you know, institutional investors are now investing in trading Bitcoin. So that's a step. We're, we're seeing baby steps, and that was a huge step that people speculate kind of reversed the price. So uh, one thing I would say is kind of, you know, uh, look for innovation. Like, what's something – uh, in your life that can be a, an issue and how can a company and or how can you know something like bitcoin change that like uh are you having trouble sending money to you know your family and in like africa or something like that or the fees are high you know bitcoin might solve that so you might think okay hey this if this takes off uh that this might be huge um another thing is you know controlling emotions and in the in the crypto world is a term called fomo and FOMO is fear of missing out. And that's what we saw in 2018. The price was flying up because people are just, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be a millionaire. You know, the price is already super high at that point um, in a small period of time. Uh, and, you know, everybody was who had been waiting has, has were waiting for a correction as well. So it, the correction was drastic, but um, it wasn't, like, foreign to everyone because they, they saw it coming. And then um, I think one of the biggest things, too, is invest what you're willing to lose. So, um, you know, if you're willing to lose $5, then start with $5. Because I feel like once you get comfortable with that $5, it'll turn into 10 you know, which turn into 10000 you know, which could turn into, you know, $10, whatever. Um, invest what you're willing to lose so that if you do lose it, then you're, you're not going to be out of place. But um, you know, it could definitely kind of teach you or give you significant gain if you do put your skin on the on the line. Awesome, Gabe. These are awesome Gabe takeaways. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's a wrap this topic for now. But I want to take this moment to celebrate an incredible real growth moment hey. from another one of our listeners. And this listener is actually our friend and one of our more loyal listeners, Dominic in Chicago. Um, Dominic, 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 D
Yeah, so uh, definitely um, at ZaddyCoin, Z-A-D-D-Y-C-O-I-N is my Instagram. I also have a Twitter where, you know, I post what I think uh, people should know. Pretty basic on uh, Instagram, like crypto basic coins. And then, uh, yeah, you can follow me on my uh, personal Instagram too. I put kind of a collection of information there. A lot of like life applicable stuff uh, at Tramble, T-R-A-M-B-L-E. But yeah, yeah, thank you guys for uh, having me again. Awesome. Thanks, Gabe. We can't wait to follow up with you. And in the meantime, listeners, have a great rest of your week. We'll chat with you next week.